Good morning, New Life at Calvary. It's great to see you all this morning on this fourth Sunday of Advent. Before we begin our worship service, let, let us all bow our heads in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing us all here before this fourth Sunday of Advent. Lord, I ask that you give us your hope and peace as we prepare for this Christmas Sunday and upcoming year. Thank you for your son, Jesus, who died on the cross for us and for our sins. Thank you for waking us all up this morning and bringing us here today. Lord, I thank you for your protection and favor that you've given over us in our lives. I ask that you join us here in worship today as we anoint us in our service and give us your Holy Spirit as we prepare to give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I'd like to extend another welcome to any first-time guests that are here today. Um, I'd like to welcome our John Brewer scholars. I am one as well, so welcome to you all. Um, welcome to our online guests. So please send something in the chat if you're tuning in on, with us today. Um, and welcome, again, welcome, and thank you for joining us for service.
while they were there, the, the time came. Good morning, everyone. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in the manger. Today, angels far and near sing tender lullabies, well-worn fabrics full of years, holds in the warmth of parental love. Animals and shepherds crowd in tight, glowing with adoration, while a local Christ reaches out to greet the world. for this opportunity for us to gather today as a congregation to celebrate our Seder. As we gather during this holiday season, may we bless those who are sick and shuddered. I pray that love, support, and hope is extended towards them. I pray that those who are without family during this time are able to find hope and serenity within you. God, I pray for those who are in prison, homeless, estranged from their families and friends our military, our world leaders, our essential workers, and our students. We pray for those who are in the hospital, undergoing treatments and therapy. I pray for your healing touch upon them. Lord, I ask specifically for your healing upon Miss Julie Martin, Pastor Antonia's stepmother, as she has fallen and broken her leg. Lord, I pray that in this season, we are able to grow closer to you. Help us to walk in this world as reflections of you. Help us to seek justice. Help us to seek your love. Help us to show mercy to others, be gracious and kind and gentle. Help us to stand strong against the dark enemies of the world. And Lord, I pray this in your name. Amen. All right, and if you would stand, if you are able, for our church purpose statement. All right, we can read it together. In response to God's love, our purpose is to love others, teach the word of God, and reach the world for Christ. Therefore, as a covenant partner, I invite others to come and join me in 
Thank you, Shane, for the um, beautiful clarinet solo. I will be reading our scripture this morning. Um, our Old Testament reading will be Isaiah chapter 53, verses 4 through 6. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering, yet we consider him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. We are all like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Our New Testament reading for today will be Luke chapter 2, verses 25 through 38. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him that by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, may thou now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother, mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and the sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Penuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, and then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day, fasting and praying. Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. May the Lord add the blessing to the reading and hearing of his word. We will now have the, the analexi nurses. Anyone tell me what time it is? It's offering time. And what did we say? Hallelujah. All right. Uh, today is the third Sunday. And our uh, special offering will go to the Rotulu um, Orphanage. Uh, since this Sunday, we want to make sure we purchase a Christmas ornament to hang on the wall for the uh, Rotulu children. We want to send... I'm sorry. We want to send them a nice uh, Christmas gift this year. Uh, and I want to say uh, thank you for the offering. And let us pray.
the way. Oh, baby, live it to ride in a one horse. Oh, he's the one who say. Hey, come on over here. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Make it go all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one horse open sleigh. Hey.
Yes, we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We love you. We love your new life at Calorie. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God, my belt. Check, check. Amen. Thank you so much. New Life at Calvary Nursery Choir. Amen. Praise God. It's such a joy to see our kids singing for the Lord, isn't it? That hit me. That hit me right. Even at the park, even in the dark, even at the school, I'm going to let it shine. Praise God. We all need to have a spirit like a little child, right? You know, the faith of a little child. So today we are talking about a Christmas story, okay? So I got a prize for anybody who can tell me what was our first uh, sermon series about a Christmas story. What was the first one about? I said Isaiah. Uh huh. What was the title? Pastor Kelly preached it. It was called. It's in your bulletin. <laughs> Give that lady a star. All right. <laughs> and the second one was the calling. Give Renee a star. And <laughs> last week, Pastor Kelly preached about what? The journey of who? Mary, Joseph, and those three wives. Today we're going to talk about the prophecy. Praise God. So before we begin today, let us go to God in prayer. God, we just say thank you for bringing us out to hear the word today. Thank you, Lord, for the scripture and the, and the word you have prepared for us, God. Speak to our hearts. Help me deliver this sermon, Lord, and move us from where we are to where it is you would have us to be. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. It's so good to see everybody out this week. Praise God. It is Brewer Sunday. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we are giving out scholarships today for our college students. So we are so happy to see some of our college students coming back to church, from school, from Texas, everywhere. So we are so happy to see y'all. But today we're going to be talking about the prophecy. What is a prophecy? Anybody know what a prophecy is? Thank you, Vince. <laughs> Give that man a star. <laughs> a foretelling of the future. Okay, we've all heard of a prophecy before, right? It's kind of like a prediction, right? Well, we've heard of predictions like on the weather, right? That's the one job you can have and make a prediction and be completely wrong and still have a job. Amen. You have the weather predictions, right? We have astrology. Some people read their horoscopes, right? Uh, what other kind of predictions have you guys heard of? Some people read your hands, the palm reading. What else? The TV. Uh, you hear about the crystal ball and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> right? What is that? Tea leaves. Tea leaves have astrology? 
keep out of trouble. Turn on your mic, Gwen. What is he leaves? I <laughs> okay. She heard about it. All right. You have a cup of tea and whatever's in the leaves. Whatever's left over from the tea, they read it. Interesting. I've never heard of that. The actual tea. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that's the first time I've ever heard of that. Is there any other kind of predictions you guys have heard of? The end of the world, right? Yeah, you heard a lot about those. What do you call those? Doomsday <laughs> type of things, yes. The coming of Christ, the rapture, yes, ma'am. Some people have dreams, amen, and the dreams come true. Some people read palms, right? Well, we are talking about prophecy uh, as far as a foretelling of God's will, okay? And um, we've heard about astrology and all those type of things. Even the tea, that's the first time I heard about the tea leaves. That's the first to me. <laughs> that's before my time. <laughs> and people look at the stars. I'm moving on. And people <laughs> look at the stars and so on. But in the Old Testament, God said, do not do what the other cultures do or the other religions do, um, where they look to the stars for their directions for their life. Look to me. Um, but in the Old Testament, God did use the moon as a sign for feast and as a sign for sacrifice. And then last week, Pastor Kelly talked about the three wise men. They follow what? The star, right? Into the east to find the Messiah. So I guess the main thing is, did the word come from God or was the person just looking at the creation or are you looking at the creator or you know are you looking at the, the creator of heaven and earth or are you looking at just what we have here so when we have a, a, a prophet or a prophetess they are spokespersons um, for God they foretell God's will and sometimes you can hear them at church from pastors there are spiritual gifts of, of prophecy um, and also uh, you can even hear it in the Bible you can some of the things that happen in the Bible, you'll see happen today, right? So um, we have prophecies in our time. Now, this is something that always scared me. I never want to hear about no prophecy because in my, my mind, I'm thinking about doomsday or something like that, you know, or the return of Christ or the rapture. I have these, like, scary dreams, you know, with the end times or something like that. Um, one time, I went to Macy's, and the lady said, what's your name? And I said, Antonia Martin. She said, singer? And I was like, no. But I felt like God was saying, but you are a singer. And I said, well, I do sing, but no. She was like, no, that's a big singer. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I Googled my name, and that's not what came up. Um, <laughs> and she was like, mm, no. I, well, at my church, they called me prophetess. And she just lost me right there. I said, okay, this lady is crazy. Okay. It's like, okay. <laughs> so she's like, church, they call me prophet. What church do you go to? And so I told her. She said, well, I see you singing, and I see people getting saved by your singing. And I was just like, wow. And it kind of resonated with me, because it kind of, that's what God was already telling me. Nobody can tell you something about you before God tells you about you. Okay? So we will ha hear all kind of foretellings and forecasts, but our real forecasts come from God. Okay? So, um, also, um, I uh, was watching a funny movie last night called The Prophetess, and she said, oh, it's an African movie. She 
had all these, she was like shaking her head, making it, you know, making these noises and stuff like that. But she foretold that he was going to be in a somewhere. She came from. But we hear, we hear all kinds of things out here. So today we're going to look at three specific prophecies. We're going to look at Simeon, Anna, and Isaiah. Say your name, Simeon, Anna, and Isaiah. Okay. Now we read in the scripture um, earlier, Simeon, um, he was at the temple. And um, he was righteous in the mouth. He was considered to be a person that worked in the temple day and night. And he was speculated to have been in the work of prophets. Uh, he was a prophet working in the temple. And he was waiting for the consolation of Israel. It was told to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he saw the Messiah. Now, I don't know about you all, but I've always been afraid to hear about my future. Like, I've had friends that will go to a palm reader, and they're like, let's get our palm reader. I'm like, no, thank you. Like, <laughs> I don't know what they're going to say. I don't know if it came from God. I'm like, that's like witchcraft. I don't want nothing to do with that. And if they tell me something I don't want to hear, like death, what do I do with it? God, where are you? I need some help, you know. I don't want to hear something I can't handle. So, right. So, <laughs> so Simeon has this prophecy from the Holy Spirit. Told him he will not die until he sees the coming Messiah. And if it were me, I would want to wait for that promise for a long time. You know, I would wait. I'm like, what if I see the Messiah today and I die today? You know, um, but he was actually in anticipation. You know, like Christmas morning. We got Christmas coming up next Sunday, right? Oh, yeah. We are in anticipation of some gifts next Sunday, right? So he was in anticipation like it was Christmas morning. And he went to the temple. The Holy Spirit led him to the temple. And when he got there, he saw Mary and Joseph walking in. They had brought baby Jesus. He was just born to do what the law had required. And he walked in and he took their baby. Now listen, I don't know about you all, but when you believe in for something that you have to wait for for a very long time, ain't nobody about to just come touch my baby. Ain't nobody about to just come touch my promise. Anybody, you ain't, listen, you ain't got no plans for my child. But he went up and picked up their baby. And he told them, wow, you know, sovereign Lord, as you have promised, he began to glorify God. He began to tell them that Jesus really was the Messiah. Um, you know, it seems like to me that Israel was going through a hard time. Simeon mentioned Jesus as the consolation of Israel, meaning they needed some comfort. It had to have been hard to have been around before Jesus was born because, A, they had those Ten Commandments, right? How many of you have never not broken the Ten Commandments? Okay, all of us have. <laughs> then they had those 600 laws that they had to keep up with. Anybody not broke a law before? We got all these laws in Ohio today. Anybody ever not got a speeding ticket before? <laughs> so, we're people. We're born in sin, right? So we're not perfect. And it had to have been pretty stressful to try to keep up with those speeds, to keep up with those uh, regulations, to keep up with those laws. And You know, normally when somebody has a baby, they don't want to take their child outside the house, you know, for a while. 
they want to stay inside the house for at least 30 days, right? But they had to take their baby out. The baby wasn't even a week old. Yeah, right, six months, Gwen said, right? And they had to take this child, and, you know, Mary had already just gone through a lot, you know, going to Bethlehem, and, you know, they had to register with the census and everything, and now they got to take their baby to the temple. So they were taking back to the temple to do whatever the law required. It, it had to have been hard to get those pigeons, the rams, the lambs, or whatever they had to sacrifice just to get in good standing with God. We don't know nothing about that. Amen. We don't know nothing about that. So it had to have been uncomfortable to be worried. Is God going to accept me today? Is God going to be pleased with me today? Am I doing the right thing? That's got to be really make you really anxious, you know, to be wondering if you're doing the right thing. So he took the baby Jesus and he praised God and he said, you can dismiss me in peace. God's dropping his spirit, a promise, and the promise that day was fulfilled. Well, we are living in an instant society. When we are promised something, we want it right then, right? How many of y'all know what y'all want for Christmas? <laughs> okay. And you want it now. Forget about Christmas Day. I want it today. Right? Um, some of us are waiting on graduation. Hallelujah. Some of us are waiting to get our Brewer scholarship today. Amen. Um, some of us are waiting for their child to grow up and be somebody. Right? Somebody are waiting to get married like me. Praise God. <laughs> somebody is waiting for comfort. Somebody is waiting for healing. Somebody is waiting for a family or a friend. Somebody is waiting for something, a need, okay, or a purpose for comfort like Simeon. But he had to wait. Take your neighbor to you. Wait. Wait. But then he went from waiting to experiencing. You know how you wake up, in, you know, on Christmas Sunday, uh, well, this Christmas Sunday, you don't wake up and see your gift. I ain't got to wait. It's over. It's Christmas. I'm going to open up my gift now. Now. Give me my gift cards now. And um, he went from, ex you know, from expectation to actually having the promise. And at that time, when we get what we want, we Mr. and Mrs. Super Christian, aren't we? Oh, I knew God was always going to just help me out. I, thank you, Lord. God is good. You know, when you're waiting, it, it's not really the same testimony, is it? No. So, you know, you know, those of you that are in college, you have to study because you're trying to get to the next level, the next year in school. You're trying to wait to graduate. You got to save money for your outfits, for your wedding gown, praise God. You got to save money for your wedding. You got to save money for your graduation gown. You got to save money for this, that, and the other. You got to go to the doctor day in and day out looking for healing. Amen. Some of us are going through that, right? You got to go, you know, with your family and struggle with your family and tell them about Jesus, you know, teach your kids about the Lord. You're waiting for a dream. And waiting is hard, but tell your neighbor, don't give up. Somebody's about to see a dream. Somebody's about to see a dream come to pass. Hallelujah. Go ahead and tell, um, say thank you, Lord. Say thank you, Lord, in advance. Hallelujah. Claim it. When we have a dream that we're waiting on, just say thank you, Lord, in advance. Just know that God knows what you want because God put that dream in your heart. And God will bring it to pass. And so Simeon, he said, a light for the revel uh, a light for revelation to the Gentiles is born and the glory of the people of Israel. The wait is over. He said, you can dismiss me in peace. Go 
ahead and think about those doctors that you, the health report, you can dismiss me in peace because I'm healed. Think about those sisters, you can dismiss me in, heal, in, in, in peace because I'm done with school, praise God. You can dismiss me to the problem, dismiss me to the problem, dismiss, dismiss me in peace. So that's what Simeon did. He said, Lord, you can dismiss me in peace because you have brought the promise to pass. And now, remember last time I talked about Mary and Joseph, they saw angels. And they're looking at this man, Simeon, who picked their baby, and they are just marveling at him. You know what? How is it that they're still in shock about Jesus after you've seen a whole angel? You've seen a whole angel appear to you, and you're still in shock about this child? They could not have known what Jesus was really about at that time. They couldn't have known that Jesus would have a ministry that would go all over the world and still be in effect today, 2,000 years later. They couldn't have fathomed that. God had something much bigger than they thought. Take like, remember, God has something much bigger for you than you think. Amen. And so Simeon blessed the Lord. He said, thank you, Lord, for the promise. But there was a warning. Jesus was going to be opposed. And he told Mary that your heart is going to be greatly pierced. You know, Jesus is one of the most controversial people in this world. Jesus has exclusive claims, doesn't he? He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. A lot of people are in opposition to that, don't they? Oh, they like to say, oh, that's your truth. No, that's the truth. Yeah, that's, this is the absolute way to get to heaven. And people don't want to hear that because they got their own, well, you know, there's many ways. No, I agree. God can lead you on a journey to God. But there is only way, and his name is who? Jesus Christ. And he died for us. He is the only way to the kingdom of heaven. He, you know, many will rise, is what Simeon said, and many will fall. Many believers will rise, and many non-believers will fall. You know, some of us are waiting for a promise, like on Christmas Day. You know, maybe it's not Christmas, but some of us, God has put a promise in our heart, and we're waiting for it. And we don't realize when we get that thing that we're waiting for, that baby, that promise, that money, that graduation, there's another responsibility that comes with that gift. You want that baby, you better get it at 4 o'clock. Get ready. 4 o'clock in the morning, feeding times are coming. Diapers are coming. Wipes, they call. Um, you looking forward to um, getting this scholarship? Guess what? You got to pay your school. You got to pay your fees. That money ain't going right in your pocket. You got to use it, right? You waiting on something, there are new responsibilities. Whatever God is going to give you, whatever you're asking God for, think about that thing. There are new responsibilities that come with that gift. I like what some people say, new levels, new devils. Or I like what other people say, the grass might be green on the other side, but it still got to get mowed, don't it? So Simeon said, this is a gift, but there is going to be opposition. And Mary couldn't have known that that was going to pierce her soul the way it did when Jesus died on that cross. So um, God knows we have responsibilities that are coming, but Emmanuel, God is with us. Tell your neighbor, God is with us. Our second prophecy is coming from Anna. Now, she worked in the temple, and she was also considered to be a prophetess. She worked in the prophetess ministry. And um, she had a promise as well, right? She was married. 
but her husband died after seven years. Imagine having a promise. Imagine God giving you something. Oh, you believe and you work for it. You were patiently waiting for it. And you, and you stayed and you believe and you claim healing and so on and so forth. And then it didn't work out. Seven years later, her husband died. And she was a widow. How many of us can honestly stay in faith when you lose something that you're looking for? That is hard. To be steadfast and immovable in your faith for God. To lose your husband after just seven years? She was a widow, and then what did she do? She was devoted, and she went to the temple, and she prayed, and she fasted. I don't think many of us could actually do that. I like what Job says. Um, the Lord giveth, and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You know, God knows when we're going to have something, but God also knows when we're going to lose something. And know that God is going before us when we get that thing that we're looking for. The main thing is that we have to be looking to God, not the things that God has given us, right? Look to the blessed or not to the blessed thing, right? Amen? So she was devoted to God, and she worked in the temple until the age of 84. Still working. Still working, still prophesying, still devoted. There's a few of them, but it ain't a whole lot of them, right? 84 years old. And you know, in 84 years, she must have seen a lot. Lots of wisdom come from our elders. How many of y'all actually sit up under your elders and listen to them when they talk? It's Christmas time. We're going to have a lot of family gatherings, and I hope and pray that we sit up under our elders when we get to have, have a chance to be around them. You know what? We had a funeral yesterday here for Miss Cordelia Huffman, and she was a part of our witness guild. And Pastor Kelly and I, we immediately went to go see her when we found out that she was in hospice, meaning she only had a few weeks to live. She didn't have a long time to live. So we immediately went out there with the family and sat with her, and then we drove the witness guild out there. And I was just, I have to tell you, I was just in awe at the women's guild, how they sat up under Miss Cordelia and had like little church girls. I was just like, huh? They had nothing to say. <laughs> they were just listening to Miss Cordelia talk, and she could talk for a long time. She was just talking about her husband and her family, her life stories, and we were just like, uh-huh, yep, we were just taking it all in. Our elders have a lot of wisdom. I'm talking about Mary James real quick. Mary James is a wonderful cook, okay? It was thank, amen. <laughs> Mary James, it was Thanksgiving. And Pastor Kelly was in here preaching, and I went in the kitchen, and Mary James was making deviled eggs, and I said, let me drop what I'm doing and watch what she's doing. I said, I'm about to learn how to make deviled eggs today. <laughs> and she told me. And her granddaughter, Tay-Tay, was sitting right there. I said, Tay-Tay, whenever Miss Mary calls you to help you do something, you better drop what you're doing and go learn exactly, because Miss Mary ain't going to be here forever. Right? <laughs> We're in denial. Mary ain't going to be here forever. You better sit up under her while you can. She said, I dropped what I was. She said, I know, because I had something to do. And I said, forget that. I'm going to go help grandma cook this food for Thanksgiving. You got to sit up under your elders sometimes. Long story short, the point that I'm making is Miss Anna was 84 years old, and she lived a long time, and she's seen a lot of things. And she said, this is the redemption of Jerusalem. This is our comfort. This is our peace. This is our Messiah. 
the prophetess spoke about Jesus Christ. And do you know, there were probably some people that didn't want to hear what she had to say. That old lady don't know what she talking about. Oh, you know you be thinking that sometimes. Y'all ain't going to confess your sins in church, okay. <laughs> you better sit in front of your elders and listen to them. So, you know, where would I be, you know, if I, if I thought I had all the answers? You know, God, um, God will speak to you into the, um, even through a little child. God will speak to you, you know, in different ways that you won't expect. And um, so Anna saw a lot, and she prophesied that this was the redemption of Israel. You know, when we actually get our promises, when we get where God is, you know, when we've been looking for all the time where God is trying to get us to go, that place, you know, that place in your mind right now, like, Lord, I want this. And when I get this thing, I'm going to be big time. You know, I'm going to be big time. Yes. And when you get there, don't forget God. Don't be too big for God. Don't be too good to listen to the Bible or to hear the scripture or come to church or serve. Oh, come on, who am I talking to today? Don't get too comfortable where you at because God can take it away just like that. Amen. Don't get too comfortable. Don't get the big head. Because Anna had her promise and her husband died seven years later. Jesus died at the age of 33. So it's good to be blessed. It's good. God wants to bless us. God put the desires in our heart, but we can't forget about God. God was the one that put the desires in our heart to begin with. He had a good plan for us to be, you know, a good plan. So um, Anna gave her testimony um, as, um, as knowing that this was the Redeemer, the redemption of, of Israel, the comfort, the help in hard times. We all know what it's like to be in hard times, unfortunately, right? We know what it's like to be in hard times. But Jesus is that help in hard times. Our friend, our lily in the valley, Lord, I need a healing. Lord, I need some help. Lord, I need some family. Lord, I didn't know how to make these deviled eggs. Lord, I need some money. Lord, I need some comfort. Lord, I need some peace. Lord, I need help with the sound system. Hallelujah. <laughs> Don't run from God in hard times. Run to God in hard times. So that was the prophetess Anna. So now we're going to look at the last prophet with, uh, in the Old Testament is Isaiah. And if you can put Isaiah up on the screen, please. Isaiah 53, 4 through 6. Isaiah prophesied, and he said, Surely, let's read this together. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering. Yet we consider him punished by God, stricken by him, and afflicted. But we, he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds, we are healed. We all like sheep. Come on. We all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us. Isn't God amazing? Isn't God amazing? Somebody give God a praise offering. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We don't deserve it. And God gave us Jesus Christ by grace. That's what the definition of grace is. Giving you something that you don't deserve. 
And when you realize that God gave you grace, you can give somebody else some grace this season. Oh, come on, somebody. Somebody needs some grace. None of us got it all together. None of us got it all together. But Jesus came in the form of a man, in the form of a baby, did not sin and died for us. And by his wounds, we are healed. Listen, do you know today how many, um, there are 39 types of major disease in 2022. Jesus took stripes for us. He was took the beating for us. Do you know how many stripes he took for us? Take a guess. 39 lashes. He died for us in 2022, saints. God did die. He did take up our transgressions. He did die for our healing. And when you believe that God did die for your healing, you will be healed. How many of y'all ever been healed by God before? Oh, hallelujah. We've seen some promises come to pass. He is our peace and he is our joy. He is our hope. He is our everything. Hallelujah. We should have been, we should have been, um, we shouldn't, you know, have all these, you know, we shouldn't have an abundant life. We probably shouldn't be living on and on, you know, when the time comes, you know. But God gave us grace. So I want to know, what promise has God given to you all? Has God given you a promise? What are you believing for? Are you still believing for something? Uh-oh. Are you expecting something for Christmas? Yes? No. Listen, nothing is too big for God. All you got to do is believe. All you got to do is ask. Amen? Some of us have been waiting for so long, like Simeon and like Anna, to see that promise. And God has some promises. I'm prophesying to you today. You are getting ready to see some promises come to pass. Hey, somebody get excited about that. You're getting ready to see some promises come to pass. Say, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. God is going to bring your dreams to pass. And I know sometimes when we're just like waiting and waiting, like, God, where are you? Oh, forget about it. Whatever. No, don't give up. Take a neighbor, don't give up. Remember the last time God blessed you? He's going to bless you again. Amen. The scripture says, see, I am doing a new thing. Can you not perceive it? Somebody's about to go to the next level. But guess what? Get to that next level. A new devil. You got some new responsibilities. Hallelujah. And we celebrate those promises that we have seen today. We celebrate all of our Brewer scholars today. Let's give them a round of applause. Yes. Greater responsibility, scholars. Amen. But God is with us. God is with us. Emmanuel, God is with us. Amen. Amen. So we just say thank you, Lord, for the word. Thank you for the promises that are on the way. Thank you, Lord, for just speaking to us as your, our father and our friend. Thank you, Lord, that you have a good plan for each of us, plans for good and not evil. And I ask you, Lord, to encourage us and give us hope again for the promises that we've forgotten about, Lord. It's Christmas time, God, and we're expecting a blessing. We're expecting our peace. We're expecting our hope. We're expecting our healing. We're expecting those things on our list. So we just say thank you, Lord, for just for just moving us towards you and knowing that you are a big God and nothing is too big for you. Nothing is too small for you, Lord. We are in hope and we believe in you because, God, you did it once before. You can do it again. 
and we believe that our trust and our hope does not come from what we can see it comes from what we cannot see not in this world but not but we're not of the world we're in it we're not we're in it but not of the world and we our hope comes from you lord your ways are higher and better in our ways and thank you lord that even if we can't see it your way is better so we say thank you god for the promise that you have for us thank you lord that you have every single day of our lives marked out our hope our joy our peace is in you and your son jesus christ thank you for your holy spirit that leads us and guides us along the way and thank you lord for christmas day in jesus mighty name amen amen you like to stand, the choir is going to be singing, I love you, Lord, today.
100%. Coming around. But it, it, it is just wonderful, and it's just a blessing to be here. Uh, let me talk a little bit about John B. Ray. You know, you see a name, but I actually saw the person and knew the person. John Breer worked with the children all the time. He would call them down to the front and sit down and talk to him. So that's what he did all the time. He was a wonderful person. And when they said he passed away, we were just, we could hardly deal with it. But God has a reason for everything. So we just had to deal with it. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And praise be to God. And thanks to Vivian. She's the organized one. I'm the unorganized one. <laughs>
Jessia is a student at Notre Dame College. Jessia, she's a student at Notre Dame College. Anna is at the law school at Cleveland State University studying to become an attorney. Wow. I need a picture taker. Pastor Rick not here. Oh <laughs> Somebody God. take a picture. Naya Buckley. Naya is a student at the Cuyahoga Community College, and we praise God and welcome her and her family today. Her mother and father are here with us. Crawford is a student at Baldwin Wallace University. Thank you for reading that. Thank you. Tanaya Jackson. Tanaya Jackson, praise God. She is a student at Wilberforce University. Our HBCU. <laughs> Trinity Sullivan. Trinity Sullivan. This is the one that spent the semester crying. She is a student at Baldwin Wallace University. <laughs> Where do I go to school? Oh, I'm sorry. I read the one ahead of her. I should know what my own child goes to school, y'all. She goes to John Carroll University. <laughs> Unique Norris. Unique Willis Norris, praise God. Unique is officially in medical school, you all. She had her white jacket ceremony, and she hates when I brag about her, but God is faithful. That's going to be Dr. Unique Norris very soon. And, and the Honorable Attorney Anna Sakaroon very soon. <laughs> Whitney Bryant. Whitney Bryant. She's at Notre Dame College of Ohio. Praise God. <laughs> now, the last four students are the students that our director Dylan Fields. Praise God. Dylan Fields. He 
He's a student at the University of Cincinnati, and he is the grandson of Sylvia Fields. Amen. His, his parents. Is his brother here yes. today? Yes. His brother back there, Cameron. Cameron was a recipient for quite a few years. His parents are here. Don and, and uh, George are here, and, and his aunt Cassie is here as well. Praise God. Uh, can his brother stand up? Cameron. Cameron, tell us who you're working now. He is a news reporter. And if you've been following Cameron, Cameron has a series right now. Cameron, tell me the name of your series. Cleveland's Promise. Is He's been at station at a local elementary school, Elmira Elementary School, Elmira, sorry. And he has, just go online and type his name in. You'll see every article of Cam Cameron Fields. So, and he didn't forget about God. No. <laughs> Cameron has been faithful in attending Bible studies, so we just love it. I forgot to say about uh, Marcella. When we had the meeting and when I talked to the accountant and he wanted to do certain things, I said, this young man's brother went through the program. He'd been waiting 12 years to get a scholarship. <laughs> 12 years. <laughs> You're not, you're not going to put him there. You're going to put him there. Yeah. Because he, he has been waiting 12 years to get this, this check. True. <laughs> Marcelo really saved the program this year, y'all, yeah. because they were going to try to do a pause while, while the man, like Vivian said, he's trying to figure out what to do. And Vivian fought hard. But Marcelo really took it over the, the line. She was like, uh-uh, Marcelo just finally graduated high school. <laughs> he's been waiting, watching all the other kids. <laughs> Is his brother here today? No, Mikhail is in Texas. And well, you know Ruth, his, his grandmother. Yeah, Carl, his grandfather. And his grandfather. I'm so used to, I'm sorry, Carl. I'm also used to Ruth. I know that Ruth has a husband. <laughs> uh, the next uh, young man has worked so hard. And he's been around Calvary. I know just working with me when we had the program when we had the summer school. He was my assistant. Yeah. And he just actually just put me in the background and he took over. <laughs> and that is, I'm proud to call this young man's name, Moses, Moses. Townsend. Yes. Hallelujah. <laughs> Moses is at the University of Toledo. We all know Moses is a newlywed. He's been married for, what, three months now, Moses? <laughs> and Moses graduates this coming May in 2023. And so y'all will hear from Moses personally, because I've already told him he wanted the speakers for Graduation <laughs> Promotion Sunday. And any other one of y'all is graduating in 2023. <laughs> and the next person is the person you heard today playing an instrumental solo. And I kept wondering, how do you pronounce this name here? Is it Shane or is it Shanae? Shane. So it's Shane Price. Shane Price. Shane is the granddaughter of Marion and Samuel Wallace. And she is a student at Kent State University. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. One, two, three. Hip, hip, hooray. 
Yes. Okay. Uh, and Helena Harrison said, Vivian, don't forget that we do have cookies today. So uh, her husband went to get them. But again, thanks to all of those people who have helped me, and especially my sorority sister, Helena Harrison, especially the pastor, Pastor Kelly. Also, right here. Oh, all right. And, and, and Pastor Antonio. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Have Praise a wonderful God. year. And, and, and our John Re a recipient, please don't forget to send in your thank you letter. Yes. You can send it to the church, 2020. 79th Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44103. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you, everyone. Thanks. We are going to have some announcements real quick. And we do thank, if you have noticed, all of a, a great deal of our John Barrera Scholarship re recipients have participated in the worship today. They have read, they have, uh, they're going to do the good news, so they have been all about in service today, and we thank them for serving in our service. Thank you. Hi, everybody. I'm Whitney, if you don't know that already. Um, I want to welcome everybody today to church. We thank you, we thank God for all our first-time guests at NLAC. Let's give our first-time guests a big round of applause, please. If you are a first-time guest and you see one of these, if you could please fill them out so that we can reach out and keep in touch with you. Um, this week's birthday, we have Larry Rush. So want to say happy birthday, Larry Rush. And we also want to say happy birthday to Camille Gully. Her birthday is also this week, so happy birthday. Um, if those of you don't know, Pastor Toby's birthday was yesterday, so make sure you guys reach out to her and tell her happy birthday as well. And Reggie, too. Happy birthday, Reggie. Um, and Vince. Happy birthday, Vince. <laughs> um, if and, you... Announcements. And, announcements for this... Oh, and Greg. Happy birthday, Greg. <laughs> what kind of birthdays in December? <laughs> um... The announcement sheet for this week is in the fellowship hall, if you guys want to know what's coming up for the week. Please don't forget to sign up for uh, Poinsettia in memory of a loved one today. Um, and you can still turn in hats, um, underwear, gloves, scarves for the hug tree. And you can um, all still purchase Ruchula Christmas ornaments. So those ornaments that I've been hanging up, those the money that we get from that, they're going to, it's going to go to the Ruchula home so that they may buy Christmas presents. They're $2, so please come get an ornament. Thank you. Oh, there's more? Oh, man. Jeez. Okay, so our Christmas concert is today at 3 p.m. I hope to see everybody in here to come, so come out, support us. Um, we want to thank you all who came to the Black Nativity play. It was a great time. Thank you to everyone that helped with the food pantry. We served 200 bags, over 200 bags. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, we want to thank you, everyone. Uh, we want to thank you, everyone who helped with the Christmas hot meals. Uh, Camila Williams and the, her crew served a wonderful hot meal on Saturday morning. Um, we want to thank all to help with the Cordelia, Cordelia homegoing celebration and the repast. The family was very appreciative, so we want to say thank you again. Um, we want to point out this week we do not have any Bible study. One more time, we don't have any Bible study. 
Um, the Angel Trees toys can be turned in today, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday between 10 a.m. and 2. Speak to Pastor Antonia if you have, if you need an alternative arrangement. Um, this Friday, the day before Christmas Eve, December 23rd, we will have our Christmas Eve theatrical performance called The Prince of Peace at 6.30. Sorry. All children and families that have signed up for toys can pick them up after the performance. If you need alternative arrangements, please, again, speak to Pastor Antonio. Dylan will now do our benediction. Mighty glad.